0: Indiana Bible College is committed to training tomorrow's apostolic ministers today, and this is the Indiana Bible College podcast. Today on the podcast, we bring to you the keynote message from our most recent commencement held at Calvary Tabernacle, where we celebrated a number of graduating seniors, both on-campus students and also some who graduated through the online program. It's always a joy to see those students who have accomplished so much and grown so much walk across the stage and receive their degree. It was an honor this year to have Reverend Gibbs, missionary to Malawi, with us celebrating the graduation of his son, Caleb, and he spoke the keynote message, which we are happy to bring to you today.
1: It's all for his glory. Uh, What an amazing night that we've already experienced in the presence of the Lord. What a high honor to address this incredible graduating class of 2023. And we are so proud of each and every one of you. And I am so glad that our son is a part of this class, Caleb. Amen. Uh, Indiana Bible College class of 2023, this is your day. Uh, So if uh, audience, you find my attention focused to this area right here, I'm not ignoring you, but this is their day. And aren't we so happy to celebrate with them the incredible accomplishments? What a momentous evening that we celebrate your dedication, your achievements, and we get a sneak peek into your tomorrows. It's exciting. Uh, Let's begin tonight, if you will, uh, with a little bit of uh, graduation humor. Uh, Graduates, when you uh, reflect upon your freshman year, everything was new. It was exciting, and the possibilities were endless. But your freshman year quickly came, and it left, just like your expectations of already being married. (laughs) <laughs> Sorry, I love y'all. <laughs> During your sophomore and junior years, you became, I'm going to hide behind the pulpit. No. During those sophomore and junior years, you became more seasoned and your newfound spirit of thankfulness overshadowed all of you and you became very thankful for Google, Wikipedia, and whoever invented copy and paste. Let the class say amen. And tonight, as you prepare uh, to graduate from IBC, you reflect upon the realities of this moment that you have studied, you have persevered, and this is indeed your day. But please remember graduates, you will never have more energy, you will never have more enthusiasm, and you will never have more hair than you do tonight. <laughs> <laughs> Just feel the love oozing. We're proud of you. Uh, on a more serious note, let me say on behalf of every parent, pastor, or the one who encouraged you to attend IBC. Thank you to the incredible men and women that comprise the IBC staff in this faculty. Thank you to every single member of IBC and Calvary family teams that have invested daily into the student body over the last four years and the years to continue. You have created an apostolic oasis for the next generation, striving for their placement in the kingdom of God. As parents, we appreciate every moment of mentoring, correction, tough love, and spiritual impartation whether in the classroom, whether on a trip, an MSA, uh, your desire to impact the next generation will always hold a special place in the hearts of every single parent or caregiver that has been privileged to entrust their children or their child to the leadership of IBC. We are all indebted to the staff and the leadership of IBC. Let's give them a hand tonight. Thank you. To the graduating class of 2023, as you survey your immediate future, uh, questions will arise, graduates, and if these questions have not already started to flood your mind, they will very quickly. Questions like, where will I go? What is next? Where will I live? The ladies are pondering, who is Mr. Wright?" And the guys are thinking, where is Mrs. Wright?" Your callings and your futures are very significant, and each of them always begins with that first and most important step. Pray earnestly about that first step this summer and the course that you're setting for the journey ahead. First steps matters, ladies and gentlemen. Martin Luther King told us faith is taking the first step even when you do not see the staircase. Take steps towards your dreams, not your dilemmas. Trust God in these moments. But tonight we have good news. God has a plan for you today and for your tomorrow. It's in Jeremiah 29, 11, that we find in the word of God, for I know the thoughts that I think towards you, saith the Lord, thoughts of peace and not of evil, to give you an expected end. Uh, for the next few moments, I would like to address this graduating class from the subject, A Rose hope to your future. On each of your seats, there is a small piece of rope that we have placed there. Would you be so kind to hold it in your hands tonight just for the next few moments? Uh, The word of God never ceases to amaze me. Every word is perfectly placed by the master. When the Lord said his thoughts of peace towards us, it literally means completeness. And one translator even told us that it refers to our covenant with him. Tonight, ladies and gentlemen, graduates, you have a covenant with the king of kings in the Lord of Lords that will never fade, it will never fall away. The Lord let us know in his word that it's not thoughts of evil. In other words, it's not unhappiness. It's not misery that's in the back of God's mind about your tomorrow and your future, but rather it is a God that is ex- having to give you a designed expected end. The word expected end literally translates in the Hebrew, a cord to your future. I love the way our God tapestries and writes the words and puts them together. He was letting you know you are don't just have an expected end, but you have a rope to your future. You have a cord to your tomorrow graduates. God has prepared a rope to your future, but it will require you to have a hands-on approach. You cannot leisurely hold on to this rope with one hand while pursuing other things. Your future demands both hands on the wheel. What is so amazing about a rope to your future is that when you face mountains in your life and they will come, and in your ministry, that rope will be there. When you are in a valley and it's dark and you cannot see your way out, you do not walk by sight, but you walk by faith. Even if you can't see your way out, graduate, you grab hold of that rope, and even if your eyes aren't working, your ears aren't working, your senses aren't there, you're in a place where it seems like it's not where you want to be, just hold on to the rope and follow it one hand at a time, and you will come out, you will come through, and you will find the blessings of God every step you take. The circumstances of your life and ministry will come to convince you that one hand on the rope is enough. It is not tonight, I declare unto you. The rope is sure. It will not break. Both, But both of your hands are the connection point. And let me give you tonight some characteristics of the hands that know how to hold on. One of the hands you will need to know to hold on to this rope to your future. And Brother Carter touched on it last night so beautifully. And that is you must make sure you discipline yourself. And I know every single one of you sitting here tonight has had a great measure of discipline. Otherwise, you would not have made it through these four years. But I would challenge you tonight, the level of desire and the level of discipline that you had the last four years, you will need that level and even a higher level to keep on achieving what God has in store for you. For 2 Timothy tells us, for God hath not given us the spirit, of fear, but we know of power and of love and of a sound mind. Sound mind literally translates into self-control or discipline. When you receive the gift of the Holy Ghost, you were endowed with discipline. Let that discipline lead you and guide you and allow you to hold on to the rope to your future. Another hand you're going to need is to learn to kill procrastination in your life. When you remove procrastination from your ministry, you are tightening your grip on your God-given future. Allow procrastination to be swallowed up by action. Refuse to sit idly by. Refuse to wait till tomorrow, but strike the iron, as they say, while it is hot, and move forward into what God is calling you to do without fear or without anxiety. Two more hands that are a necessity to hold on to that rope are going to remain prayer and fasting. Prayer is a daily choice you will have to continue to make. Prayer is your access point into the things of God, and an effectual prayer life will see an open door before you, students. Fasting will close the door of the flesh and the world behind you. But by prayer, we reach forth unto the things of God that are before us, and through fasting, the Lord simultaneously closes the door to the world and the enemy behind us. And one without the other is ineffective. If we can continue to be men and women that pray and fast, you will hold on to the rope of your future and you will see the blessings of God abundantly in your life. Another hand you're going to have to put on the rope in the future is prophesy to your promises. In other words, the things that God has told you, they will be challenged. But remind yourself and remind hell what God has said about you and what God has put inside of you. Remind the world of the dreams that God has placed in you. Make sure you've got the spirit of Joseph and not afraid to tell the world what God has placed inside of you. It may put you in a pit, but it will eventually lead to the palace. Trust what God has placed in you. Young men and women of God, this is the hour for you to stand, an hour to proclaim what God is going to do in your life. You don't have to wait five years. You don't have to wait five months. Step into the harvest now that God has prepared and ordained and anointed you to do in this hour. Another hand on your rope to your future. It will require you to always search out spiritual people who you can trust and submit to. There is nothing like having the voice of a pastor in your life because I promise you there will be days ahead in the future that you will need a word from the Lord and you will need to have men and women in your life that can tell you no and you will listen. Find those people. Grab hold of them. Don't let them go. Be like an Elisha that pursues an Elijah and says, I'm not leaving until I get what you've got. I am going to grab hold of you until the answer comes. Another hand that will lead you forward onto this rope into your future will be an encourager to others on your journey you're strengthening their grip, but you're also strengthening your grip as well. David was able to encourage himself in the Lord simply because he encouraged others. When you live a life of being an encourager, you will naturally be able to encourage yourself when that day comes, and I promise you, it will. There will be no one in some moments to encourage you, but you can say, God, I know what you told me. I know what you placed into me. I know what I felt in that chapel my junior year. I know what you confirm that senior year. God, I trust you, and I believe you, and I am going to make it because he said I would. Never reach your hand to the rope of discord. No matter what they have said or no matter what they have done to you or your family that's coming, hold your peace and God will fight for you. Discord is an abomination of the Lord. Don't sow it. Make sure you just say, I'm going to close my mouth and I'm going to bend a knee in prayer and I'm not going to worry about what they say. We live in a world and sometimes even in a church where people are jealous. Just keep on moving on. Just keep on pressing. You don't have to worry about the battle. Trust God. He will take care of it but the rope to your future is a beautifully woven strand of collaboration, not a frayed string of competition. Be intentional graduates about collaboration. Refuse to compete with one another in ministry. Grab hold of the spirit of collaboration. That is a threefold cord that will never break. You're not in competition with anyone else. When you're a pastor's wife, you're not in competition with another pastor's wife. Young men and women of God, when you minister the word of God, you're not competing against anybody. We've already heard it tonight. You are a special individual, unique person, and God has equipped and empowered you, and you do not have to compete with anyone. All you've got to do is submit your lives as you have to the hand of God and watch yourself surround your people and collaborate to see the kingdom of God grow in your life. Another hand reaching forward into your future will be a worship is a requirement in our lives. I have found in my life over the many years, Brother Anderson, there is quite simply nothing like worship because it transcends place. It transcends time. I have found myself many times putting a song on on my phone and the entire atmosphere changes. Graduates, you're going to need to make sure you can worship your way when there's money in your pocket and there is no money in your pocket. You're going to have to worship when people are opening doors for you and the same ones are closing the doors. When opportunities open and opportunities close, find yourself a place to worship and say, God, you are in charge. I trust you. Let a worship break forth in and out of you and watch you take another hand forward on the rope, moving forward to your future. Refuse, graduates, to reach for the cord of status quo. Refuse to grab hold of the strand of mediocrity. You were designed for greatness. Do not settle for average. You, ladies and gentlemen in front of me, were designed for greatness. Do not settle for average. Our world is filled with average people, but the kingdom of God that you have been called into and are part of and made sons and daughters, this is not an average kingdom. Your callings are not average. Your God is not average. Your destiny is not average. His name is not average. It is still a name above every name, but it's Reject mediocrity at every turn. Do not settle for a mind of mediocrity that says it's good enough. I promise you, you will be given an open door to mediocrity. Because everyone's comfortable with mediocrity because it's easier road to walk. Refuse to walk the road of mediocrity. Grab hold of the things of God and trust him. And if you will do that, you will reject those mindsets that say no one will ever know. It doesn't matter. Trust me, God knows. And you will have to look yourself in the mirror. The rope will fray and it will break. But if we hold on to the things of God, it will last. Grab a hold of the hand of excellence. We are what we repeatedly do. It has been said. Excellence, then is not an act, but it is a habit. Martin Luther King told us once, if a man is called to be a street sweeper, he should sweep streets even as Michelangelo painted and Beethoven composed music or Shakespeare wrote poetry. He should sweep the streets of his city so well that all of the hosts of heaven will pause and say, here has lived a great street sweeper who did his job well. Daniel was a man of excellence with spirit of excellence, and Daniel was one always looking into the future. I'm telling you, ladies and gentlemen, grab hold of the spirit of excellence and do everything at a high level and watch God get involved and open door after door. In my concluding remarks tonight, let me leave you with a few more hands on the rope to your future Refuse to settle for plan B. Plan B is a distraction. Plan B is a discouragement. Paul admonished us in Philippians. He said, be confident of this very thing, that he that hath begun a good work in you will perform it unto the day of Jesus Christ. There will be other ropes and other tangents that will come into your life and say plan B is easier than plan A. Let me encourage some young man or some young woman under the sound of my voice tonight, please remember this statement. Do not settle for plan be Hold on to what God showed you. Hold on to the promises of God. If it takes 30 years or 30 months, God will fulfill his promise to you. You have been empowered. You have spent time studying the infallible, inerrant word of God. You have poured yourself into the kingdom, and God is ready to pour through you. But I've learned in my life there is always a false opportunity before the real opportunity. Refuse, refuse, refuse to grab hold of the rope called B. Hang on to- plan A. God has a rope to your future and he knows how to please you more than you do yourselves and distinguished graduates, dedicated men and women of God. When I look at this class tonight, I see unlimited potential. And I say to you tonight with everything within me, dream, 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 young lady of God, all that God has promised you. Dream music major tonight about putting pen to parchment, that melody resounding in your soul. Dream pastor's wife to be. Dream young prophet, dream young evangelist, dream minister of music dream Christian counselor dream future pastor and dream fellow laborers in the gospel dream 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 over and over again refuse to let temptations sabotage your God given dream withstand every negative statement that comes against your life that says you cannot do it but you can do it because you are more than a conqueror through Christ Jesus You can and you will. And I dare to say, young man and young woman of God, you must, you must, because your dreams will usher in realities. What begins as a dream will finish as an accomplishment. So again tonight, I encourage you to dream. Put your hand to the plow, graduates of 2023, and dream. Grab a hold of the rope to your future because it will lead you into your destiny, into your dreams, and into your promises. Now is your time.